Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. All right, let's get it. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Friday. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Frenzy. Coming up on the program today, I want to recap the Beat the Fantasy Exec League that took place last night. If you want to get your, if you're in and want to get your team discussed, 844-843-6879. Anybody that want to talk fantasy football, you should. It's August, 844-843-6879. Want to go over some of the latest news and notes from training camp. Also, want to talk about a little bit about the Baltimore Ravens and the Chicago Bears. We saw those two teams hit the field last night. More specifically, one Mr. Lamar Jackson, rookie quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, a guy I think is worth a late-round flyer. I think he'll have some fantasy value at some point this year. Either two quarterback, one quarterback, no quarterbacks. Well, you can't play in the league with no quarterback. It would be a mistake. <laughs> no quarterbacks. That's actually a sick league. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the closer, Chris Ventra. Ventra, what's good with you, my man? How do you think you did last night in the beat the exec league? You was coming out the one hole. I think I did all right. Um, there were certain spots where I could have went somewhere else and uh, kind of think maybe I should have, but I'm okay with what I got. You know, I took some risks because I'm looking for, to win the overall, not just the, no, the individual league itself. Oh, oh you talking big? Oh, you talking, you're talking big money? You talking? You trying to knock the whole joint down, huh, Ventra? Exactly. Yeah. I feel you on that one. I always think when you go in a competition like this, that like a tournament style where you have an overall grand prize. My first goal is to win the league. Right. Win the league first, and then I worry about the overall. But you, I know a lot of cats sort of like you know what I'm drafting. More risk, uh, take more risk because I do want to knock down the whole joint. Right. I tried to mix it up. You know, like I, I have one big risk player that I took, which we'll go over. But Yep. So there you go right there. I had, Ventra had the first pick and draft, had the third pick and draft. Got another beat the fantasy exec tonight. That one is already full. So I'll be on the clock again tonight at 10 o'clock. Then tomorrow I go down to D.C., meet up with the all-in kid and the rest of the homies for the flex. I got the fourth pick in that. So I got to start switching up my strategy a little bit. I keep getting these early picks. Got another beat the exec coming up on, on October. Maybe we do it in October. It's going to be too late. The season is starting. <laughs> <laughs> I do got one coming up basketball. on August 18th. Yeah, no, it would be a basketball joint. <laughs> yeah, it'll be coming up on August 18th. So I get some more information on that as the, get, as the days get closer and closer and closer. Definitely, like I said, they're going to want you on the horn today. We'll get the all-in kid up and rocking in a minute. I believe he's got some technical issues right now, so we'll mm-hmm. get that taken care of. We'll bring Jake on for Bob in Washington. You know how Bob in Washington, oh, I, can't, I just want to talk to Jake. Because I don't like, Jake got to put up with that nonsense, and Jake got to do this, and Jake and the fantasy executive don't do that, and he say this, and he say that. But you, your moms wouldn't even give you the Wi-Fi password for you to get in the draft last night. Yeah. <laughs> you should tell him to come here and see if he can. He'll do what never we do. come here. He don't got the stones to come here. He needs stones. He to don't. Be up he'll here. never step foot in this studio. I see some of the homies walking by the studio, shouting out the fantasy executive. All right, let's get right into it. Let's hop into it. All right, let's talk. Beat the fantasy exec. Came out the joint right. 
right off the rip, Ventra. I had the third pick in the draft. We'll go over your team in the next segment. I had the third pick in the draft, and I kind of did kind of what I told y'all I was going to do yesterday, mm-hmm. except I started with Zeke. Like I said, you know how I feel about Zeke. It's not a homer thing. It's because Zeke is like the man. He can run for 2,000 yards without a doubt. So if he was on another team, you'd still take him? Yeah. You just what? What is it not to like about Ezekiel Elliott? There's nothing not to like, but the big four catch more passes. That's it. He's a part of the big four. Yeah, I guess he is part. The and big the, the, three. This whole, the, the whole the thing three. with the, 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 the pass catch, my thing is this. How do you know that David Johnson is going to catch that many passes again this year? It's a new regime out there. Oh, you're right. So, but he's caught, what, 80 passes? And how do you know Ezekiel Elliott is not going to catch a whole ton of passes? Everybody talk about the Cowboys receivers being whack. The best play of Ezekiel Elliott's career came on a pass reception. No, I think he'll have a lot of targets, definitely. I mean, you're right. There's, not, there's no receivers there, really. Anyway. So he'll get the targets. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason to pick. Coming in back in the second round with the uh, – when I was drafting on the second round, the wide receivers on the board were Mike Evans, Golden Tate – no, excuse me, Mike Evans, Steph Diggs, Adam Thielen, Doug Baldwin, right – so I said, you know what? I'm going to get my guy because he's not going to beat in the third round. So I went and pulled T.Y. Hilton up the board. Man. I like it. I think that was a great pick. I was going to gun for him at my next pick. But because so many receivers went, a lot of receivers went in the first and second round, right? Well, a lot of receivers went in specifically that third round. The third round in this draft has a third round reversal. So basically, after, you come, after the snake comes back to 212, it shoots back to the back end. And then the person at, the person at, at 112... Then he starts to draft over again. Then the snake's back in the opposite direction. The reason why the National Fantasy Football Championship does that is because they feel as if the person with the first pick is allowed to draft three of the top 25 players, which makes sense, but it always don't hit that way. I don't really think it's not, in most scenarios, it's not one person that you can draft that's going to win you a league. Last year with Todd Gurley was an exception to the rule. Most cats don't average 49 points in the PPR throughout a three-week stretch. Right. It's rare. That's got to be some kind of fantasy football history. I'll get one of Mike Leone or somebody like that to look that stat up. That anyway, crushed us, the reversal. You think, you, what, explain why you think the reversal crushed it for you. Well, who, was on the, who was on the front end of that third that you would have took over Golden Tate? Steph Diggs. Well, see, I got Golden Tate at the end of the third, right? Yeah, but see, if, if it would have stayed the same way and it shot you back, those right. players would have been available for you. So out of Diggs, Thielen, Fitzgerald, and Baldwin, uh, I'm obviously Demarius Thomas, Allen Robinson, and Amari Cooper in that mix too. You took Golden Tate. What wide receiver would you have rather have? Thielen. Thielen would have been your guy right there. Thielen would have been You're my not guy. worried about the changing quarterback going from uh, Case Keenum to Kirk Cousins? You don't think that that can be something that maybe Kirk Cousins falls in love with another wide receiver? He could fall in love with Diggs, but I think this is uh... – Still, he's still, it's still his show. He's at least the number two, and he should get close to 90 receptions like he did last year. I mean, this guy had 12, over 1,200 yards receiving, 90 receptions. His only downfall is four TDs, right? Yeah. I think the TDs go up to like six or seven. Maybe the yards and, and receptions go down a little bit. So he ends up having a similar year, and I'll take that because that's what, you know, Thielen was an absolute monster last year for PPR uh, fantasy. All right, so there you go right there. I see my man, um, uh, uh, Justin, in the chat. Justin was in the draft last night. Hey, Justin, if you get a chance, 844-436-879. I mean, you might be at work or something like that and can't call in, but if you, if you can, I'll rap with you about your team, see how it goes um, right there. Um, 
and then, you know, break it down with Justin. Shout out to him for hopping in the league and being a, a supporter of the fantasy football frenzy and the fantasy executive. Mm-hmm. Good looking out, my man. Appreciate you for that one. So you said you took that spot. Okay. Right. So after I took T.Y. in the second, I came back on that third round reverse. So Diggs drops the same catch, you know, because me and Venture are kind of close. We're both on the turn. Diggs drops. Thielen's drop. Baldwin drop. Demarius Thomas drops. My man, Allen Robinson, who I love. You can hear me talking son up. He's sitting right there for me. So I hop on Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is a phenomenal talent. Chicago Bears went out there and put money into the offense this year. And the most money they put in the offense was with Allen Robinson. A healthy Allen Robinson is without a doubt going to finish at the top 10, a top 15, maybe even a top 12 fantasy wide receiver. Yes. I think Trubisky takes a push up this way. So now I got T.Y. Hilton and Allen Robinson as my wide receivers, and I'm feeling pretty darn spiffy right now. Great pick with the Allen Robinson. Even if Trubisky throws 16 interceptions, that doesn't affect Robinson. If he throws the ball a lot, Robinson's going to get his. Uh, Robinson's a beast. He's a, a wide receiver one potential. You have a potential wide receiver one as your wide receiver two. It's a great pick. And honestly, that was the guy I was targeting. Allen Robinson, yeah. Yeah, I was targeting him. Well, you knew he wasn't going to be there. I knew, there I knew I was you were going to snag him, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, I know. Don't worry about it. It happens when you work with <laughs> It happens when we work with, like together yeah. and we're around each other all the time. We kind of know what each other's going to do, so that kind of puts us at an advantage when we're in the same league all, does. all together. So, um, And then after Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper goes. I consider Amari Cooper, but I like Allen Robinson more. I think Amari Cooper can have a nice bounce back year this year. And then you take Golden Tate and Josh Gordon on the three, four Four turn. Yep. What do you think about that? That was my big risk play was the Josh Gordon pick at the four. Why Josh Gordon there? Why Josh Gordon? Why not uh, Smith Schuster, Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cooks? Why not one of those guys that's playing right now? Right, right, right. Um, Well, first of all, I. So everyone knows, I took running back, running back. The first two rounds, I went Bell I, and Freeman. I don't. You know, I love. I love the Bell Freeman start. I love the Bell Freeman start. I yeah. love it. Love it. Love it. Because Freeman dropped because all the receivers were going. So I, I snagged them up, which basically put me into a situation where I got to take two wide receivers or a wide receiver, and I don't know, it'd be a stretch to go quarterback or tight end there. So I didn't want to do that. I figured Tate is my solid safe receiver, especially PPRs, and get me ninety catches, thousand yards. Josh Gordon was the risk. I said, I want to win this overall. I want to win this league. I want to take the chance. So I went Gordon because I think Gordon is, could, has the potential to be a top 10 wide receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster, Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cooks, they don't to me. They don't have that ceiling where Gordon does. And I'm re- I was reading reports as I was doing the draft about Josh Gordon. They're saying everything seems good right now. He, he, there's no expectation that he's anything bad's going on. He should be able to play eventually. Just right now, he's still dealing with, I guess, whatever he's dealing with, with rehab or whatever it is. Whatever he's got to do. Personal All stuff. Right. So then after you come back on, this, on that turn right there, you take uh, Smith, you take Tate and Gordon as mm-hmm. your running backs one. I mean, excuse me, your wide receivers one and two. So through your first four rounds, you have your two running backs and your two wide receivers. You got Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, Golden Tate, and Josh Gordon. I, I, I like it. I mm-hmm. think the wide receivers could be stronger, but, but, but from where you were drafting at, I think you came out, you know, pretty solid. Now, mm-hmm. hindsight being 2020, do you think you would have said, do you, would you look back at this and say, you know what, I should have left Bell there and taken Antonio Brown? No. No, you're not even tripping off of that. I'm not tripping off that. Maybe I, instead of Freeman, I should have took, you know, Thielen. Okay. And then get, and then maybe took like you know, like a Kenyon Drake later on okay. as my RB two, and then I'd have Thielen and Tate instead of Gordon and Tate, okay. which I think might be a little safer. All right, but 
Freeman drop into the end of round two. You can't. You couldn't pass that up. He's a potential RB one. Yeah, you, you know can't. I mean? If he plays sixteen games, he will. He, be an he RB. will be an RB one. He will be an RB one. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Hop back into the draft a little bit later on. If you were in the draft last night and you want to talk about your team, please eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's get ready to pop the seal on and highlight my man Kenny in Jacksonville. Duval. Yeah. What up? What up? What's good with you? Yeah, I appreciate you. Um, we're taking the call. So I, I wasn't in the draft last night, but all um, good. I'm calling about the I'm calling about the number five spot. All right. Um, I've I've been preparing for the big four off the board. Yep. And then it's it, it's Kamara and Antonio Brown for me. So, okay. you know, the, the thought process I have is in the second and third round, like you, the receivers are a bit better than the running back. Am I crazy for going Kamara at that fifth spot? You in a, is this a 10 or, on, 10 or 12 team league? It, it's 12 team and it's a super flex. PPR? So, oh, man. See, yeah, super PPR, flex oh, is point interesting. PPR, half point. Half point PPR. See, being yeah, that's a super point. flex, right? Because I was going to say to him, yeah, how can you say that the running backs, are, the receivers are better than the running backs? I think the running backs are better in a second. But when you add the super flex, that means you put quarterbacks in the mix, mix that push those yeah. wide receivers down. Right. So with yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, like Green or. Or Mike Evans or something. They're like going to be there because people are going to take quarterbacks. Right. So it's going to push those wideouts down. With that being said, I like Kamara better than I like Barkley, better than I like Hunt. I love Antonio Brown, but I can see why you say you can go ahead in the Superflex. I, I can understand that. So I would go ahead. I would do Kamara. Um, I'm a Kamara at, as, as the fifth yeah, running back yeah. guy. That's who I think the Me fifth too. running back to go off the board is. I just look at what he does last season, the efficiency. People say, oh, well, he can't relive the efficiency. How do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, We're talking about the New Orleans Saints here. Yeah, I'm going to go off what I seen. Right. And what I seen was Alvin yeah. Kamara be an MF and stud last year. Yeah. I think people are still tripping off the fact that he was such a no-name last year coming into the year. You know what, what, I mean? I, what I'll say to you, uh, Kenny – don't – I understand, you know, you got A.J. Green, Keenan Allen can be there. And, I, you know, you like those guys, I don't have no problem. But do not sleep on Devontae Adams with that second pick, Kenny. Where's Kenny? Kenny. Uh, I hear you. Okay, yeah, don't sleep but, on Devontae Adams with that Adams second pick. Adams might not fall there. That's the problem. Well, no, we'll, we'll so, see. So you think Adams going for, what, 12, 12 13 TDs this year? I think Adams is going to be a beast this year. I think Adams is going to finish as a wide receiver. One, Adams is the really true, reliable piece in that Green Bay Packer offense. He did it last year yeah. when, 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 when Hundley was the quarterback. Right, and he missed Devontae games. Adams was getting it done. He, so he got banged up a little bit. But Devontae Adams can flat out play, and I think he's going to be Adam, Adam, Aaron Rodgers' top target. I like him a lot. I like him enough to pull him into the first round. I think in your league you should be able to get him in the second, especially that super flex because Cats is going to jump on those quarterbacks. What other wide receivers you like in the second? I've been looking at A.J. Green and Mike Evans. Um, and I mentioned, I like T.Y. Hilton a lot. I, so, I'm, there you go. Um, I might go Hilton over it, Evans, yeah. Yeah, I would go Hilton over Hilton Evans over because Evans. I worry about how the, how the Buccaneers start with this quarterback. But regardless, Mike Evans is still a target hog, you know what I'm saying? So you can't go wrong in that scenario right there. So I think that's the right way to so, go. So, go ahead. So, watch, so watch this. On paper, watch this. Antonio Brown and Jared McKinnon or – Kamara and Devontae Adams. Who you take it as your first two? Kamara and Devontae Adams. Okay, yeah, you could do All that, right. but why do you think right. that McKinnon? Huh? Why McKinnon in the second round? You, he could possibly get McCaffrey. He could get 
Freeman, you know. Oh, well. You don't need to get McKinnon. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But either or, is I still like Kamara better than any of those running backs and Adams better oh, yeah. than any of those wide receivers, Kenny. All right. All right. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Cool. I see my man Justin is on the line. I'm getting ready to go out to a break. When we come back to the break, I'm going to get Justin. We'll talk to him about his team in the Beat the Fantasy Exec League last night. So shout out to him for hopping in, kind of get a thought process of what he's doing. So we'll talk to him. Maybe I can help you, let you know where he drafted from. You might be drafted from the same spot, so we can mix and match like, like that. That Antonio Brown news that came out yesterday, at first I was like, yo, let me find out what's going on. So I got some people from Dade County. They kind of know A.B. and some of his teammates and stuff like that. Shot Shorty a text like, yo, what's up with A.B.? She was like, what? Antonio Brown. You know what I'm, hell I'm talking about. It's August, woman. I'm drafting. <laughs> uh, she was like, oh, my bad. So she was like, nah, I just heard everything going to be all right. So that's uh, unofficial executive source on Antonio Brown. So don't even trip off of A.B. right now. Hey, 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 hey. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNT and SWAT Radio. When we come back, continue to recap the Beat the Exec League. Need you on the telephone line, some latest updates from NFL training camps. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Yeah, no all-in kid today. Just got that news. He's uh making his way down to D.C. for the flex. So it's just us rocking along with you. You know what I'm saying? I guess Bob and Washington are going to turn it off. This is BFF. Jake's not here today. You should have never called a pit like that, Bob. Now it'll make you miserable, son. Couldn't get his moms wouldn't give him the Wi-Fi password for him to get in the draft, clown. Unless he just scared. Play me, son. I think shout out to people that did get in the draft. Shout out to people that's in the draft tonight, too. Holla at them. What do you think about Lamar Jackson last night, Ventra? Um, shaky. All right. But I expect that. He's a rookie. And he's a little raw. I told you my thing with Lamar Jackson is I, I don't mind putting a dollar on him. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in a two-cornerback league and you know, making me a third guy. Mm-hmm. If you're in a 12-team redraft, take him in round 16. If you cut him, you cut him. I think he will have some value at some point during the season. Uh, just the talent, the Mar Jackson's talent is too. Talent always wins. Right. When I was a serious, well, not XM, always. When I let me let me when I was a serious XM, and they was fronting on me, I said, you know what? I just held on to Jesus' hand, and I, Jesus was like, "Don't worry, exec. Talent always wins." And now I'm here doing my thing <laughs> because talent always wins. You feel what I'm saying? It may be in this industry, but in sports. Like Kevin White. He sucked. Talent. Talk he, about he's talent. He's always sucked, son. No, no, no. He on. always he had sucked. the talent. Son, he, he can't, he can't he was get made on the a field. Glass. He stayed hurt. He yeah. always sucked. You have to have talent, but you got to be available. Like yeah, if I yeah. had all this great talent, but you know what I mean? I had whooping cough every day. <laughs> no good. Yeah, yeah. What about like Perriman? He had talent. Oh, he sucks too. He could fly. He was tall. He, I don't give a, people that run fast don't mean you can play good football. That's true. Just because you can run fast, you can be good in track and field. That don't mean you can play good football. 
Like, and I always think of like, who's the two best receivers ever in my, pop up in my mind? The most talented I've ever seen was Calvin Johnson. The best ever is Jerry Rice. Yeah. Jerry Rice is more like an Antonio Brown. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas Calvin Johnson's like a freak, like Julio Jones. Like T.O. Right. Mm-hmm. So in that instance, Jerry Rice, which was the, I would say the less talented when you talk about his actual body of work. Out, you wasn't going his actual out, body of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You wasn't going to out hustle Jerry Rice. Right, exactly. exactly. Or, or run better routes exactly. or be more intelligent on the field. You know You're not I mean? going to out-hustle the fantasy executive. <laughs> Period. You can't out-hustle me. I'm from Harlem, home of the hustlers. That's what I do. It's a hustler. I just hustle. Hustle, hustle, hustle. All day. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Sometimes I'm late, but I'm hustling to get here. 844-846-879. Let's holler about man Justin in Maryland. Justin was in the beat the exec last, league last night. Justin, what's cracking? Not much, my man. Thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem. How'd you like how you uh, came out last night? Pretty good, actually. Uh, I thought I lost a couple of guys that I was targeting. Uh, you saw the the uh, Delvin Cook, Jordan Howard, Derrick Henry consecutively in a row there. Wanted to get Brandon Cooks or Landry. Um, just kind of went for the value there with uh, Henry with available. You know, I'm pretty high on him this year. Um, but overall, you know, I missed miss a guy here and there, but I always was comfortable with uh, – how I made up my ground. Um, what part of Maryland um, you live 80, in, Justin? Frederick. Frederick. Okay, so cool. Like an hour outside of DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I used to live in pre. I used to live in. P, I lived in PG County for ten years. Um. Oh, right on. Cool, cool. So yeah, let me let me let, let me break it down for uh for the listeners like this. I'm gonna put down uh your week one starting lineup will be Michael Thomas, Crabtree, yeah, like Garcon. Your running backs would be Cook. Jordan Howard, I can dig that. Your flex would be Derrick Henry, right? Mm-hmm. I can dig that. The tight end is Jimmy Graham. I don't like the Jimmy Graham pick. And then you got Drew Brees as your yep. quarterback. Yep. Right, this, this is, I mean, it's not better than my team, Justin, but I, I like it. Give me, <laughs> give me the thought. What do you think you're going to get from good. Crabtree and Garcon? I, th- I like Garcon because I, I'm high on Jimmy G. I like I like that uh, last night. I thought Jimmy G went a little bit earlier than I expected. But I like his addition to San Francisco, and I like Garcon where he's at with Jimmy G. Um, Jimmy's got a really quick release on the ball. Pierre being a possession receiver, I really like that. Um, with Crabtree, um, you know, <laughs> if it was standard scoring, I'd probably feel a little bit better. But uh, he's going to be probably more touchdown reliant. But I feel like he's going to get the most targets in that offense. What do you guys think? I, I, listen, I, I would have took Sammy Watkins there, but I'm a Sammy Watkins truther. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like that gal that just keep going back, and I know you're going to keep cheating. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But I just keep yeah. going back to Sammy Watkins, and I'm just like, well, you cheated on me again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I'll give you another shot. You know what I mean? But I would have took Watkins there. I, I can see, Cra- obviously, Crabtree, the experienced guy, the veteran guy, should get the bulk of the targets yeah. in, in that offense. And then P.A. Garcon, I like that also. My problem with Graham is this, though. Green Bay, Jerry, Aaron Rodgers don't throw the football to the tight end. But he might. I, I, now that he's got Jimmy. He has a history of I'm not, not throwing not the football the to the tight end. Yeah. I mean. But, but Jimmy has the tight ends in the red zone, though. It's just consistent. That's his, that's his zone, I feel like. You got to expect from Jimmy. You got to expect from Graham that he's not going to get a ton of receptions. He's not going to get a ton of yards. But he might get a lot of touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers run the ball in in the red and, zone. And I'll be and I'll be honest with you, Parsons. The that that spot for Jimmy Graham, I really wanted Tom Brady. I really did, and I, and I just lost him. Yeah, you but did. But I felt with what was left at, at tight end right there between Olsen, Rudolph, and Walker, I just I wanted Graham. I wanted to be in on that offense. So and uh, I took like you know Cameron Braid, like Tyler Croft down the list here. Yeah. You know, I, those those guys, those they might be off my team after two or three weeks. So 
Uh, that'll be a position I'm targeting probably throughout the year. I might have to tenderize that a little bit, but um, I, I like what I got in that spot still. I took Drew Brees on the way back around after that, so I was I was I was happy with that. You should be pleased. Yeah, listen, the, I don't knock you for the Michael Crabtree thing either over Watkins. I mean, I love Watkins too. I probably would have went Watkins first, but Crabtree's the number one wide receiver on Baltimore, so mm-hmm. he's gonna get his yeah, share. Watkins, it's a safe. I feel like it's a safer play than Watkins. Yeah, I'm, I'm low on Mahomes. Uh, I have, I have uh, Hill and an IDP 14-team keeper, so he's been my guy for a couple of years. I'm real big on him, so I follow their offense, you know, pretty pretty thoroughly. Um, so I'm, I'm a little bit lower on Watkins than, like, um, yeah, yeah, I guess, like, Crabtree, <laughs> even Marvin Jones. I, I was kind of going back and forth between those. Mm-hmm. Well, Marvin Jones went. All right, Justin. Yeah, he's right for me, but I, he, he's in my queue. All right, Justin, let me get uh, some more people good looking at my man and good luck during the season. Jim Day in the chat talking about Jimmy Graham will score eight to nine touchdowns easy. It's possible. No, it's not. Aaron Rodgers does not throw the football to the tight end, and he's not going to throw it into the red, into him in the red zone either. He might get four or five. He's not getting eight or nine touchdowns. Jimmy Graham is not what? scoring eight or nine touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers will throw the football How to Devontae Adams, and he'll run the football in. He's, everybody know, Everybody think Jimmy Graham will get the ball in the red zone. They're going to put somebody on him. Then Aaron Rodgers is <laughs> going to walk in on the other side. Yeah, he's banged up too. Like. He's, he's washed. He's banged up. Um, but if Rodgers throws a lot of touchdowns this year, like in the upper 30s, you got to expect Jimmy's going to get a good bulk, like, I'm you know, not, six I'm not to tripping t- off of Jimmy eight. Graham. They always bring in tight ends, Jared Cook or whoever they bring in. And, they, and, Jim, and Aaron Rodgers just don't use the tight end. You'll say, oh, well, Richard Rodgers had an eight touchdown here. He caught like two Hail Marys. <laughs> stop it with the, with the, stop it, stop it with the Jimmy Graham thing. Uh, um, um, Jim, stop it. Let's go to my man, Chris in Houston. H-Town, what's cracking? Hey, what's up, guys? Chilling. Hey, so I'm in a I'm in a 12-team half uh, keeper league. Half-point PPR? I get to keep, yes, sir. And I uh, get to keep three guys. I get to keep Alvin Kamara in the 15th round. Love it. I'm probably going to keep Keenan Allen in the second because okay. I got the fourth o- pick overall. So I'll probably take Zeke or uh, Johnson in the first round. My third round is Joe Mixon, if if I keep him. Or I, I can keep uh, Smith-Schuster in the eighth round. I would keep now, Smith- If I keep Joe Mixon, yeah? I would keep Smith-Schuster in the eighth round. Okay. I just, I'm not a yeah, big Joe Mixon guy. Now, the only kid, Jake Seeley, he would tell you that he would keep Joe Mixon. In what round? Yeah. And what, what round was that for Mixon? Uh, it's the third round, and I got the fourth overall pick, so I'm I'm at the top of the... Uh, you so you already to, got Zeke yeah. and Kamara, right? So you're, yeah. you're, not at, you're not hurting for running back. Matter of fact, it's going to be hard to get two running backs better than yours. Keenan Allen but, already uh, on the team. Go ahead. Y'all think that Smith-Schuster will still, you know, have his value? Because I, I keep hearing all this talk about the guy that they just picked up out of uh, – James Washington? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, let me let – me, um, uh, hold on one second. Well, real quick, though. You talk right, – and I'm going to yeah. pull up this report. I'll that, tell you this. You got him in the eighth round. And he's not going in the eighth round. Now he's going much earlier this year. So it's good value no matter what. You know what I mean? Even if he, he doesn't put up the numbers that his round projects right now, you're still getting him at a discount. You know what I mean? And you have two great running backs. You don't need to keep mixing. All right. So let me um, go to, let me find my man right here. This is, this is something, I just got this in my inbox the other day. Somebody sent me a DM. I wish, not that kind of DM, not the kind I like, right? So, 
son hit me up, and he goes, yo, I got a good friend that's playing for the Steelers. If you need any insight from, in, from, in, from camp, let me know. So I replied, cool. I want some info on James Washington. You, y- y'all think I'm, I'm not going to show y'all son's name in case y'all think I'm BSing you. This is my Facebook right there. Don't look at the gals. And then that's the, this, the DM. So I, I want to keep the person private. This is my source in Pittsburgh. Scott used to have sources in Seattle. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so I said, yo, cool. Just go and need info on James Washington. Will he have a role this season? Okay, just hit me up whenever. I'll talk to him Saturday. Sure enough, Sunday, son hits me back. This is basically what I was told. The kid has talent, but don't expect a ton if nothing changes. Bell will get his and A.B. his. Juju is the clear next guy. After that, coaching, after that, the coaching staff is going to give Vance McDonald every opportunity to be an impact player. He just needs to stay healthy and consistent. Washington could have some moments, but think more Eli Rogers a few years back, not, not so much Martavis or Juju. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, that, that helps out with all my... There you go right there. Is there any other options besides Juju and Mixon? Um, I mean, I've got a... Uh, not not really. I I got bit by injuries. You still straight. You still straight. You're going to be all right, though. You got Zeke Kamara. Yeah. Then you get Keenan Allen, and you put it together after yeah, that's that. that's nice. My man, 844 Hey, Bavona, is this Brick City Joe, or is this Joe in Jersey? Joe in Jersey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. They messed it up again, Corey. I knew it was Brick my City son, Joe, Brick City Joe. I knew it was I, my son, Brick City Joe. Brick City Joe was cracking. Not much, Corey. What happened to our Yankees yesterday, my man? I don't even want to talk about that, son. I don't – I was – Oh, terrible. I was hoping nobody didn't mention that to me today, to be honest <laughs> with you. That's why we didn't do Carton and Friends this morning. I was kind of glad because I didn't want to talk about that. That was disgusting. I was so hurt. I'm I, I'm doing the draft, and I got my eye on this. Aaron Boone, come on, man. Yo, my son CeCe know what he's doing. Yeah, leave him in there. <laughs> no, we Bring in Jonathan Holder. What, is, what are we doing, Aaron Boone? Attention to detail, Aaron he's, Boone. Don't screw this he's a, up. He's a rookie manager. He's <laughs> uh, been around baseball his whole I life. Know, know. Aaron Boone, uh, Joe Boone, Henry Boone, the Boone boys. Anyway, Joe. Yeah. Let's change the subject. What we got for fantasy football? Yeah. Just, I'm better with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring something up to you, and then I'm gonna ask a fantasy question related to it. I got to talk first of all about these these penalties, core. I Crazy. think it's really gonna bring down Crazy. the level of play this year for football. Yep. I, I'm I'm telling you, it's gonna bring down the level of play. It's gonna be noticeable. These games are gonna be decided by these horrible penalties. My man, that safety yesterday, that was a great hit, head on the ball, just like you're taught. Just like you're told all your life, head on the ball. And then what do they do? They put Lamar Jackson right at the five or the goal line. I think that that's going to happen a lot this year. A lot of wildcat? And it's going to screw a lot of teams over. No. Yeah. No, and, and Joe makes an excellent point. I've been reading up on this thing with this, with this new uh, leading with your helmet rule, right? And I saw I, – I, it might have been Lou Riddick. I'm not sure exactly who it was. It's going to be an explosion in scoring this year. Like it's like yep. it's going to be scoring is yep. going to be off the charts this year because defenders are not going to know what to do. But by the same token, they're also going to flag running backs for leading with their helmet this year. So it's going to be a little bit back and forth. The officials are not sure how to call it. This is going to be the players are not sure how to call it. The coaches are not sure how it's going to be called. Now towards the, what I will say about the hit last night, Joe, Sun did launch. 
he did launch himself. He did leave his feet to make that hit. In today's NFL, no, that, huh? That's true. In today's no, NFL, you're, you're right not supposed that. to launch yourself. But as far as head on the ball, Joe's absolutely correct. So now the hit that they look at is the hit from the Super Bowl when the uh, uh, my man Jenkins hit Brandon Cooks in the Super Bowl. That was not called in the Super Bowl. This season, that's a 15-yard penalty, and that was a clean hit. So basically, that's how they're in the game right now. And Joe, you're right. It's going to the way it's going to affect fantasy is it's going to be much more scoring this year, which is a good thing for fantasy, except for when it goes against you. <laughs> Corey, Corey and, you know, I wanted to ask you guys. Do you think I, I was going to ask? Do you guys think that because of this, I'm t- I'm telling you, in the red zone, there's going to be a lot of those where they're going to put the ball right on the far five yard line. I'm thinking bell cow running backs and big-time wide receiver targets that get those end zone targets, they're going to explode. So I'm thinking this is definitely going to have fantasy implications. It definitely mm-hmm. will, and, and, that's, and that's a part of the bell cow running back theory. Also, the mobile quarterback, a guy that, that, that's going to um, run, it in. run it in a little bit more, so you, you'll be seeing a lot of that. And that's a good thing right there, Joe. Let me highlight the rest of these cats. I'll highlight you, my man. Have a good weekend, cuz. Yo, you too. Let's go to Matt in Florida. Matt, what's good? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Ain't nothing, Matt. Trying to make it. What's up with you? Yeah, I just had a quick question about an upside receiver. Um, I've been doing a few mock drafts lately, and, like, the seventh, eighth round, I've been having to choose between guys like Robbie Anderson, uh, Will Fuller, uh, Randall Cobb. I'm in on Will Fuller this year. I like his upside. I think defenses are going to have to blanket Hopkins if they want to slow that offense down. What do you guys think? Out of these options, this is interesting right here. Now, Randall Cobb is probably the, the, the guy that can give you the most, but I worry about injuries with Randall Cobb. Robbie Anderson scares the life out of me. I was all over Robbie Anderson last year. I had son everywhere, mm-hmm. and he came through for me. Something about Robbie Anderson scares me this year. I can't put a finger on it. So, Will Fuller, you can't catch 13 passes and seven of them be touchdowns. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? That's just not going to happen again. That's the kind of efficiency that you cannot live up to again. But in that offense, I'm going to go Will Fuller. Now, you're looking, this is a flex option or a bench option or a wide receiver two or three. I'm looking at him as a bench option. I love it. Like, as I already Fuller. have two solid. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, Thank wait. you. Between Robbie Anderson, Fuller, and yeah, and who's the other one? Cobb? Yeah. Randall Cobb. I mean, Robbie Randall Anderson, Cobb, yeah. I mean, is the safer bet, though. He had 63 catches, almost 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns. Robbie Anderson don't have that kind of pedigree, though. Robbie Anderson was in, like, the right spot. The offense catered right. to him last year. The Jets have a new offensive coordinator this mm-hmm. year, and at some point, they're going to go to a rookie quarterback. He could stink. He could. And you got other receivers. You got, well, a new one's already on the a, one a to new two one's, weeks. A new one's out for one to two weeks with the finger thing. I like a new one late the best. I'll monitor that injury. I don't have no beef with Robbie Anderson, especially as a bench player, but I'd rather put a spot for Will Fuller on my bench. Still got a couple phone calls to get to. Um, Robbie still has hickeys. Oh, God, stop it, Jim. Still got some phone calls to get to. And I, I, yeah, you wouldn't believe it's on the line. My son Q in South Carolina is on the line. It is a full-blown fantasy football frenzy reunion. When we come back... A little bit more from the Beat the Exec. And my man Q, welcome back 2018.
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah, fantasy football frenzy. That's a fire beat. It is. Um, fantasy football frenzy on a Friday. Got another beat to exactly going down tonight. That's at 10 p.m. So I'll be so enhanced by that time. Full disclosure. I think I draft better when I'm enhanced, though. Yeah. You? I was, yeah, enhanced. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, let me ask you, uh, the right quick, some more right from, from my team. Uh, after my starter, Zeke, T.Y. Hilton, and Allen Robinson, I got Chris Hogan in the six as a wide receiver three. Rocky Marciano. Now, last year I sat up here and I made fun of Rocky Marciano because I'm like, Patriots, stop it with these white wide receivers. Rocky Marciano was wide receiver eight when he was healthy. Son was balling. And I'm, I welcome Rocky Marciano, Chris Hogan, to my team with open arms this year. I took Russell Bolson and the six as my quarterback. Six point for the passing touchdown in the NFFC. Russell Wilson in the six. I don't care. Oh, you can wait on quarterback. You can wait on quarterback. You can wait on quarterback. You're not going to get a better deal than Russell Wilson in the six. You smell what I'm saying? And I got Carrion Johnson. I got Tevin Coleman. Add a little depth to my uh, running back situation. I put Sterling Shepard from the Giants. Dante Moncrief, my favorite of the Jaguar wide receivers. I took Geronimo Allison late from when Randall Cobb get hurt. I got Cole Beasley. He could lead the Cowboys in targets. My starting tight end is going to be George Kittle. I feel good about him out there in that offense. Kyle Shanahan offense is normally feature a tight end. I took Frank Gore in the 16th round. He should get some work in Miami. I got Willie Sneed around. um, You got Gore in the 18th round, dude. My fault. I got Gore in the 18th round. Willie Sneed in the 19th round. Willie Sneed can also get some work in Baltimore. That's a nice pick. I'm just trying to put some pieces together. And, I, you know, everybody that had a good team, everybody that, most people did good in the draft. It was a couple. It was one mouse in the house that had a bad draft. But for the most part, you everybody. Called that, you said mouse in the a, house at one point. A, 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 I mean, a mouse in the house. <laughs> but for the most part, everybody had a good, solid draft, strong, competitive league, looking fun to it, looking fun to the one tonight. But none of y'all teams better than mine, <laughs> including yours, Ventura. <laughs> And there you go right there. Yeah. And I'm going to outdraft these cats this weekend in the flex, too. So there you go right there. I love it all on your team. But the only thing Thank is, you. I guess I'm not as high on Geis as everyone else is. Not yet. You will be. I, I, no, I did a lot of not research yet. on Geis. Right. He's not, not going to catch passes. I don't see it happening. Uh, okay. Because of Thompson, you know? Okay, no, I feel you on that one. So he that might not, hurt. T.Y. Hilton to catch passes, though. Like, he, he might be more like a, a Derrick Henry Geis okay. this year. I can see that, but I'm not really I, – I, I, as a running back, I like where I got him, and I think he's yeah. going to be excellent near the goal line. Mm-hmm. But you got carry on, too, and you got Coleman. Oh, I got, I got, I got everybody I want. Yeah. I feel good with everything that's going on right there, so I'm cool with that. Thank you, um, H. Jose, saying good team. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Corey's team is terrible. That's Jim Day. (laughs) Jim Day, (laughs) who is the Crowell of 2018. (laughs) I'm not fooling with y'all. But you know who I am fooling with. I'm about to go out to the telephone lines. I was wondering where Sun was at. I'm like, I ain't heard from Q yet. My man Q in South Carolina. Q, what's good with you, big dog? My brother, what's going on, Big Corey? How you feeling, brother? I am feeling good, Q. What's good with you? You seen your Baltimore Ravens last <laughs> night, huh? Yeah, man. Oh, man. I uh, who knows what the hell they're going to do? It's just the beginning. I got to. I I caught caught to cheer you up, man. Let you know that um your prediction came true, and you might feel better by telling you that the Orioles are the worst team in baseball. <laughs> Q, don't bring that up. Q, why are you going there? The Orioles are the worst team in baseball. Uh, Q, you said you said about your Yankees. I had to make you feel. I said you got it right this time. I was talking trash, and the, and the Orioles suck like <laughs> they do. You know what I'm saying? But I, yeah, I got a question for you though. Hey, man. Q, before you ask your before you ask your fantasy question, Q, let me ask you this: You looking forward to seeing Ray Lewis go into the Hall of Fame this weekend? Hell yeah, man! I'm gonna tell you something, man. He he be he's be more careful all day long, man. I love that guy, man. He represents. Q, I yeah. always feel as if he, he I always feel Q as if Ray Lewis could run for mayor of Baltimore and win. He probably would. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, what's your yeah? He probably would, man. What's your fantasy question? I, well, I I ain't drafting. I ain't got no team yet, but I got a question about Alan Hearns, man, because Des Bryant left Dallas. I'm, I'm kind of curious if I haven't anybody talk about Alan Hearns over in Dallas. You think he's gonna be taking over that spot? I'm I'm trying. I might pick him up on the draft. Yeah, Alan. Oh, Hearns... By the way, tell tell the go ahead. Oh no! I said tell the clothes. I said you know, the young man there. Tell him I said, ah, man, it's the brother right yeah, there bro. with you. Yeah, that's my man. That's yeah, my man, Chris Jake Venture. Jake is going to D.C. for the flex. I'll be with Jake tomorrow. He's traveling right now. Uh, but Jake will be here next week. Jake will be, even be live in studio one day next week. You know what I mean? So, listen, we're we, we putting it together, Q, getting the frenzy mm-hmm. right, and I guarantee you we're going to help you win the championship. Uh, as far as Alan Hearns goes, yeah. I think he goes into the season as the Cowboys' number one wide receiver. But watch this kid, Michael Gallup, this rookie they, draft, dra- they drafted year. Michael Gallup has been turning some heads in camp. Him and Dak could get a rhythm going a little bit later mm. on in the season. But I think Alan Hearns starts as the one. Alan Hearns is a good wide receiver, excellent route runner kid out of University of Miami. Mm. He's got some pedigree with him. He can play, right? He got to stay healthy, though. Yeah. That's, a, that's the thing that's with him. The problem. But you can I – think, I think the first six, seven weeks of the season, if you are Alan Hearns' owner, you won't be disappointed, and you can get him in about the ninth, tenth round of a draft right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, good info, good info. Hey, Chubb and Deacon, all you guys, man, God bless y'all, man. I'm, I'm be – be in touch with you guys soon, bro. Appreciate you. No doubt about it. That's my man Thanks, Q man. in Baltimore, 844-846-87. I mean, Q in South Carolina, but he's from Baltimore. Let's head back up here to my neck of the woods, and let's go to Brandon in Queens. Brandon, what up? Hey, what's going on, man? Chilling. What's good with you? I'm chilling. Um, yo, so I'm in a 10-man standard league, well, one of my leagues, and I draft third, and I'm a little confused uh, which running back to go with. Because I know uh, Gurley and Bell obviously are going to be gone at one and two, but I don't feel too good about um, DJ because the cards, the rest of the team, really, they, they don't really have anything else going on, no quarterback. And uh, well, Zeke, I think they got a really hard schedule coming up, too. Is so it PPR? What your thoughts were. Oh, uh, no, it's a standard. It's a standard. This one. It's a standard. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Um, and it's... Then, uh, you know. Who are you, what, what is, do you have a, a favorite football team, uh, Brandon? 
I'm actually a Patriots fan. You're a Patriot fan. Okay, I can feel you on that one. I wouldn't worry about the Dallas Cowboys schedule when it comes to Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke, this is my thing with Zeke. Zeke <clears throat> is going, especially in a standard. In a standard, yes. If Zeke is the pick right here at three. I think so, too. You can put 13 in the box, yeah, but- and you can't stop Ezekiel Elliott. He's running behind one of the best offensive lines in football, coming off a year where he didn't play a full season. He should touch the football more than anybody else in the NFL this year because of the lack of weapons in the passing game. So I would take Ezekiel Elliott at two, more or less. I would definitely – I would take Ezekiel Elliott at two in the PPR. I would take him at three in the standard all day. Oh, wow, because I kind of was feeling like um, the Saints Camaro would be in a little bit better of a situation. Yeah, right, but – What do you guys think about that? He's uh, more of a PPR play. You know? Okay, okay, I get it. Like Zeke's going to get way more carries. Yeah, yeah, I know that he's going to get the carries, but it's just the strength of schedule that kind of had me worried. Mm. I, I wouldn't worry too much about strength of schedule. You know what I mean? All right. They, they, they play the, 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 the NFC East plays the AFC South this year. So you got the Texans, you got the Jaguars, Those you got um, yeah, you know, you got Colts. Serious defenses, but then yeah. you got the Colts and the, and the Titans, who you could beat up on. You got the Colts and the Titans. You got the, no, the Gi- Titans. You can argue the Titans have a top defense too, though. The Titans, mm-hmm. they, they 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 may play better. You know the new situation they got going on. They were a playoff team last year. And then in the NFC East, you got DC who has a top defensive line. But you got to think you're matching strength against strength. But you act like the Cowboys D line is like the Giants D line. This is a I mean O line oh. is there. This is. This is the Dallas Cowboys. Well, don't say the Giants O line. The Giants. This is not the Giants O line. No, no. This is the Cowboys O line. This is the top five O line. No, not even a bottom Saquon five O line. What about Saquon Barkley? You guys don't feel better even about Saquon Barkley. And I think Saquon Barkley going to be a beast. But you, how can you take him over Ezekiel Elliott? I've seen Ezekiel what Ezekiel Elliott can do. I think Saquon yeah, Barkley is going to be good. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I know people that took a gamble on Zeke on his rookie year. You know, and it paid off. Okay, but how how, how, how much higher do you think Saquon Barkley can finish ahead of Zeke? I think Barkley could honestly. I mean, he did better. He he was he was a better um prospect. You know, no, he wasn't. Ezekiel Elliott is a generational talent. So is Barkley, and Barkley's a better both, pass catcher. Wait a minute, both of them played in the Big Ten. Yeah, but Barkley's a better pass catcher. Both of them played in the Big Ten. And both of them played in the Big Ten, and and Ezekiel Elliott. They was one of Ezekiel Elliott since he was in in high school. You're right. They're both generational talents. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear about Saquon Barkley until last year. But Barkley might be a guy like David yeah, Johnson who catches 70, 80 passes. What's this thing with Saquon Barkley catching these passes and Zeke can't? I don't understand that. You know who they compare him to? Who? Barry Sanders. Do you know who they pair <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott yeah, they, to? They, they said that he's supposed to be the best running back. Like, in, like this guy is crazy you know, good. A long time. It's, it's, it's three generational backs in the NFL right now. Todd Gurley. Yeah, you can argue that. Ezekiel Elliott. And now you can put Saquon Barkley in that conversation, but we got to see it first. You can't draft Saquon yeah, Barkley over Ezekiel Elliott. We know what Zeke can do. Zeke almost ran for 1,000 yards, and he missed six games last year. I'll tell you right now, I missed, can. Yeah, he missed it. I'll tell you why I can, because I hate the Cowboys. I, well, then you think, I you love don't, the Giants. Don't draft and I'm George. not a fan of the Cowboys also. It's a personal <laughs> thing, too. So. No, I know you're a fan of the Patriots. You, like, you, are, you, you, you a front runner. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, my man, I holler at you, son. Just, just draft Zeke. Trust me on that right. one. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. They told me to sign off for of YouTube, Goon Squad. This my son, mother calling me. Oh, I better not answer that one on the air. Y'all don't want him to get screamed at. Let's, <laughs> let's ask the Goon Squad whose team's better. Oh yeah, sure. Ask the Goon Squad. 
We, well, we can't ask the Goon Squad because we got to sign off YouTube. <laughs> they can still talk in the chat. You, you talk right now while I text my son mother back. Well, first of all, I want to say that dude, uh, your boy Q from Baltimore, yeah. Ed Reed next year, Hall of Fame, 2019. You think he's the first ballot, right? Without a doubt. Ed he's Reed's, one of the best safeties ever. Ed Reed's a big, I thought Ed Reed retired before Ray Lewis. I must no, 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 no. He, he, was, he's, he was younger than Ray Lewis. Uh, you, um, Goon Squad, if you're in the beat the exact tonight, see you tonight. Have a good weekend. If you're not, everybody enjoy. Be back on Monday. Jake, be back with the team. I'm my man, Chris Venture. All right, so mm. let's go. Let's, let's, let's close it on the phone line. Let's go down to Tampa and talk to my son, Demario. Demario, what up? Hey, hey, what's, what's going on? Chilling. What's up with you? Not much, man. Hey, I always get a chance to listen to you guys, but never live. Today was my first time listening to you guys live. Just wanted to say what's up. I love the show. Love all the insight, the input. I'm all in, man. Take you guys with me. All in this year. Thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate it a lot, to Mario. Um, and I and, and I'm glad you got a chance to listen live and interact with us. How can we help you today, brother? All right. Quick question. Uh, standard 14 team league. Uh, the guys are like, man, they grimy. Like when I say they get it, they get it. They're really grimy. They're all good. Um, we've never had a back-to-back winner. Uh, my question is, and it's uh, the format is two running backs, three receivers, and one flex spot, which is a receiver tight end spot. Okay. I think I've talked them into changing that flex spot into just a tight end because, in my opinion, you have to have more skill if you take away the flex spot. But my question to you guys is, and I apologize for taking so long, um, when is it too soon to take Jacksonville? <laughs> the Jaguar D, I, I don't like to take defense defenses early at all. Yeah. Because I think that can change from year to year. But obviously, they got to they gotta shut down the unit. And they're going to go high in drafts. Mm-hmm. Y'all in the 14-team league, you got 16 roster spots? Or how many roster spots y'all got? Uh, it's seven, seven on the bench. Uh, what is it? So one, two, nine three. starters. How many, how many rounds? Eight, nine, nine starters. How many rounds did your league? What's number uh, 16? 16. So, six, so you got 16 yep. roster spots. I, oh, man. Mm-hmm. I would go is um, if you really want the Jaguars defense, I don't believe in pulling the trigger on the defense in a single digit right now. I would do it in 10 mm-hmm. if you really want them. But if you if you want to ensure you got them. So you know your league better than I do, right? Yeah. So I would say go in <laughs> 10. They're going to be gone. They're going to be gone by 10. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> if they're going to be If they're going to be gone by 10, if you want to pull them up to the eighth, I'm not a fan of that. No. Because, son, I'm, I'm, son here's, here's the deal. You know what I'm saying? Last night in the draft, I got the New England Patriots defense as, like, the 10th or 11th defense off the board. The Patriots defense have Ooh. Sam Darnold. What's, the, what's that yeah, rookie in Baltimore? Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> they got six <laughs> games against those six quarterbacks. And nobody's trying Yeah, I've heard you guys talking about it. I'm really thinking about trying to get them, stream them, either pick them up later, stream them yeah. if possible, not, if no one takes them. Not only that, though, but defense, I know Jacksonville's, you know, unbelievable defense, but, like, when you're talking about in fantasy. That's like having a receiver, though. But the thing is, like, in fantasy. They score, they, they score that much points in your league? Think, do they? Yeah, like. Absolutely. Go, go back and look at your league from last year and see how much, um, and see where they finished at. <laughs> Um, they, put almost up, they put up almost a 20 spot almost every week. <laughs> okay, so the defense is they're getting too much points That's then. That's too much points. See, see what position, like, when you go back to your league um, from last year and you look at to- like to- total points, see where the Jacksonville Jaguar defense finished in total points, and then see where the next closest okay. defense finished, and that'll give you a good range of how you should value that defense. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, not a problem. I appreciate that. Because the reason I asked that question is because I'm the guy that started in my league with uh, taking the kicker early. Like uh, Gasowski, he was the guy was awesome a few years back. He was literally a receiver for me a few years back, and I took him very, very early, and it paid off. All right, well, that's cool. If, if, that, if your league's going and work like that, then that's cool. So how's everything going in Tampa? Ah, beautiful man, rain. I know, I know. <laughs> we had rain literally every day for like a week or two. Yeah, no, nah, I got some people out there. I mean, that is hot. <laughs> I got some people out there. Shorty was like, "Yo, it's been raining down here in the past couple of weeks. Like every single day, it's raining down that joint." Yep. Yep, there you are. Some shorties down here, though, man. Oh, hey, hey, let me, hey, I try. To, <laughs> I know that's what you like. <laughs> I try to keep, hey, the Mario. I try to, hey, area codes. Nah, area, <laughs> he got area codes. My man, I'll rap what you think for checking us out live today. All right, not a problem, hey, not a problem. And I'm going to be hitting you guys up, man, at least twice a week, man. I go by a guru fan. All right, so. cool. sounds good. Nice, like to hear that. So there you go right there. Oh, my man. So now. Yeah, we got, we got, tonight I got a draft. I got, he got he gets back to school for my son, so I got to send him oh, some money right. to get you know to buy his sneakers and stuff like that for back to school. Football's almost here, dude. It's flying. Yeah, it is time. I got to take care of that. I got to go. I got, I got so much running around to do today, and then and I got to wash. I, I got to go to the. I got to be in DC in the morning. So I got to leave here early. Mm-hmm. I got to get fresh for that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm meeting up with a lady friend of mine tomorrow. Area code. I, 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 <laughs> I got a lot to do today. I'm I'm, I'm not really. I got to get my oil changed. Um, so, um, oh, Sean Ingles here. How about that? So, Richard, you have is. a nice weekend. Wish me luck in the flex this weekend. I hope you do well. Thank I you ho- very much. Focus. Stay enhanced. Well, I'm not going to be enhanced in the flex because I'm going to be around people. That's not I good. I don't want them to be like, oh, like he's a junkie. <laughs> no, <come on>. no. <laughs> no, it's okay because yeah. you know what? If that, that's your thing. Don't judge me. Don't judge me, fantasy nerd. I mean, the way you drafted last night was very, very good. I, can't, I, I, I'll tell you I that. brought it last night. I was, I was with it last night. You did a good job, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thank you. Well, we'll compare teams another time. Time's running out. All right. Fantasy Football Frenzy. We're down for the weekend. Y'all have a good weekend. God bless. Enjoy yourself. For the close of Chris Ventra, for the absent only kid, Jake Seeley, for everybody on the fourth floor. Thank you for rocking with us. We out.